0: Seeking the wise, wise
1: with Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy,
0: covering self development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Hello everyone and welcome to the wise, wise Alexander here with my wonderful partner, uh, Aaron Keith. Aloha, Alexander
1: is currently yeah. in the, what What kind of state? What's the nickname for it?
0: Yeah, Kona, the Hawaii, state? the big island. The big island
1: state. And there you yeah, go. Yeah,
0: the big island state. Yeah, and here visiting my, my sons and uh, the weather is just incredible. We just had a powerful full moon and it's been glowing the skies here for the last few, few nights. So uh, feeling very blessed, glad to connect and uh, share some. Some wisdom with uh, with everyone from from the islands.
1: You haven't ran away from too much hot here. It's been pretty cool for the last couple couple days, at least at least where I am uh, in Tennessee. But now I think uh, God or Source or the universe has turned the dial a little back up. So so you know, where summer's not gone yet, uh, and I'm a big fan of summer. So, but I think I'm appreciating fall a little more okay. because I have in my new house. I have such a cool outside area, but it's just been so hot. I just can't enjoy it in the middle of the summer. So I'm really looking forward to it cooling down just a little bit so
0: I can enjoy that. Yeah, it's been wonderful here because we've been getting up around six and um, starting our five levels workout around 630 and then being at the beach and in the water by 715 a.m. and doing vocal toning, creative exercises, uh vulnerability exercises for emotional release. And um and we've had a great time being together and being incentivized by by each other. And so it's been a been a great week so far and we've got a uh, few weeks left. So looking looking forward to keeping up these practices and and today we're looking forward to talking about um resistance training from the perspective of the just philosophy and our five levels of wellness. And this is something that we actually discussed this morning on the beach um, with my little tribe and the importance of of why we do what's hard. Uh, there's a saying in this philosophy of if it's challenging for you to do, it's probably good for you. And I just wanted to bring an opportunity to explain some of these perceptions and maybe answer some questions that that Aaron and uh, our listeners have around this type of uh, a view of strengthening ourselves and what wellness really means on all five levels and how we do get stronger at it. So I think
1: what we're kind of talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, is we're being proactive in our self-development work. Like we're not Just uh, sitting uh, and taking it as it comes because then you're not really developing the processes and tools and techniques uh, to be prepared for when it comes. We're actually talking about like we would in the gym if we wanted a better body or if we wanted to lift heavy things you can't just wait until heavy things arrived to then learn how to lift heavy things. Well, so, said. so it's kind of like a similar, you know, met- metaphorically to that, right?
0: Yes. And taking that into the five levels of the spiritual slash religious, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and into the physical and why doing resistance training, you know, is helpful. And sometimes when people hear the term resistance training, um, I think they can go to an extreme. And that's why we want kind of wanted to redefine it here because working out and exercising isn't just to get the body that you want. Uh, as you were saying, part of that is strength. And so you're preparing for down the road that if you, as you get older, that you're going to need to rely on strength more from a physical standpoint. And from my perspective and the Just Philosophy perspective, That's the case with all five levels, is that all five of these levels really need to be being exercised in a proactive way to strengthen them. Or what happens is the same as in the physical for the people that don't watch what they eat, they don't exercise, and then they wonder why they get diseases or illnesses and those types of things. And it's very similar if people don't exercise their their spiritual or religious level or their energetic level or the mental level in a, a so-called useful or positive way. See, all of those levels can all get out of alignment, so to say, or get lazy, or parts of them can. So there's many people that focus on just one or two of these levels, and so somebody may work out a lot, but maybe they don't nourish their mental and emotional levels you know, as much. So this is really just... um bringing this up for people to look at within themselves you know to not to go into judgment but just assessment of where do i actually practice spiritually or religiously or where do i practice energetically and mentally and see most people may not even be aware that these levels exist so again that's why we have this podcast and we're sharing with everybody
1: yeah and it it really is is bringing in like the intentional uh, living part of this practice, and the five levels of wellness practice that you're talking about is something that we kind of brought in uh, maybe a year or two ago, and we actually made like a, a worksheet to help people to help steer people. Um, to pull the, the ideas and the intentionalness uh, out onto a piece of paper so they could create their own structure. And then we got some feedback and, you know, we kind of have been tinkering with it. And so you guys have been practicing it there, uh, since you've been there and maybe you can tell us about a little bit about what that process is. What does that mean to work on all five levels and why are you doing it? like what is there to gain? I know we're kind of talking about that now, but like what does that look like, I guess?
0: Well, okay, so let's go through just an example of a day. So it is getting up at whatever time here we were getting up, or I was getting up about between 5:30 and 6. And like I said, I love uh the the sun rise because the 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 night going into day is so beautiful with the the moon uh is the focal point on the side of the island that we're on and then as the sun comes up you know it kind of fades out so so just getting up at that time of the day uh getting together in the main house at 6:30 and we've had five or six of us uh working out together every morning but everybody's doing their own thing so it's not regimented in any way um but we do it for about 30 minutes you know and again the goal is somewhere around 20 minutes for each level so as soon as we work out uh I like to go ahead and walk to the beach it's about a 10 minute walk and uh, the rest of the group comes down a little bit later in a car to drive us back and it takes about 10 minutes to walk to the beach and so as soon as we get to the beach get in the water and that that cleansing feeling of that brisk water right after working out is just, uh, is truly amazing. Uh, this could be done with a shower, you know, very similar, but we get in the water and then after about just 15 minutes of just soaking and being in gratitude, it's much easier to kind of find that gratitude in that kind of environment. But again, it just takes effort wherever you are. And then we come together in the water and do about fifteen to twenty minutes of vocal toning. We've done different types of just a, a low ooh sound. We've done um ooh, ah, om. and that om three syllable toning exercise connects the the root, the heart, and the crown. And so we've, we've played around with different types of toning and everyone seems to enjoy it. Of course, the working out is the physical and then the, um, we get to the vocal toning and that's like the energetic. And we kind of have already gone through the, the spiritual or religious level of practicing gratitude that I mentioned, just, just being so grateful to have this experience. And then after the toning, we, just meditate in the water for anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes, I would say. And then most of us go in silence and go just stand in the sun for a little while. And that of course helps all the levels. And then we go set up uh, on the beach uh, close together. And one of the spiritual or uh, religious exercises that we've done is to write down things that you're grateful for and, Share them. And then the other great practice is in uh, judgment. So to share something that we've either judged in ourselves or someone else and the process of how we chose to see that differently and basically change that vibration. So again, even in the discussion of that, it's bringing in the energetic level once again. And so then what we did one morning is for the mental level meditation is part of the mental level as well but also what we did is creative writing to where we uh, wrote for three minutes all of us any type of poetry or story and then after three minutes we pass it to the person to our left and we do that if it's five of us we did that five times you know and that takes about 15 minutes and it's just a uh, creative writing exercise that everybody really enjoyed. We did it with drawing as well for three minutes. And so uh those are some of the examples um of the main, those first four. And then the emotional level is when we get into sharing like those judgments uh, and they may be about ourselves or about somebody else. Many times there will be an emotional release that comes with that. So, so that emotional release is what we're looking for, for that emotional level. And you can either have that through releasing something so-called negative or accessing it through like gratitude. And I just gave a speech yesterday at a, um, at a rotary club that I was invited to do here in Kona. And it was just so well received. And I was talking about the five levels of wellness. And this morning in my gratitude practice, I just wept uh, in appreciation for being so well received by people that had absolutely no idea of the subject matter or myself. And, um, you know, and it's come a long way in the last 15 to 18 years of how open people are to alternative methods of wellness. So, so that was my emotional release was just that deepest gratitude of how well that I was received and how well that the talk went over and, and, um, and of course being received with from the tribe here the group and everybody doing this practice together so so that's an, a small example of just one morning and you know and we change things in the each category uh, each morning so it's been uh, very fun um, and invigorating to do do with the group and
1: so how how does that set up your day if you're doing it in the morning and of course you don't have to do it in the morning uh, we're really talking about just exercising or doing something that feeds each one of those levels at some point during the day, right?
0: Yes, yes, and and that's the main thing is carrying that intention. See, just just thinking about, hey, what can I do to help my my subtle energy today? You know, and that may be that you don't engage with a certain person throughout your day because you don't want to get in their bad vibes or something. and then on another day, that you're very strong and well-rested and well-fed. You go, you know what? I'm going to spend some extra time around that person that normally kind of puts off a bad vibe. And once again, strengthen and see how long I can stay in that energy field without being affected negatively. And the, the idea is that over time, over long periods of time, you introduce yourself back to that person or that situation and you try to stay a little bit longer before it affects you. And you just keep going and... Removing yourself as soon as you start to get bothered or aggravated. All of this is from our saying of gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. And we are habitual creatures. So whatever you do consistently is what you're going to build. If that's getting up every morning and going and drinking a cup of coffee, I'm not judging coffee drinkers. I drink coffee from time to time. The see, that creates a habit. And then it can create that, oh, I can't do anything else in my day until I have this. And that's what I hope to inspire people for the five levels practice of, I don't want to start my day until I've done what's most important to me. And that is touch on all five levels of my being. And then moving forward through my day, everything else is a bonus. So again, it doesn't have to start out at 20 minutes for each level because that's 100 minutes. You know, that's a little over an hour and a half. And for some people, that's just not realistic. So I like to say, you know, then try three minutes per. And that's only, uh, you know, 15 minutes technically. And I feel like most, most people of our listeners can't afford 15 minutes in their day. And again, you do that for 100 days or three weeks, it creates a pattern. Three months, it creates a lifestyle. And in 100 days, you'll be able to see results more than likely on all five levels.
1: So when we talk about the five levels of wellness, for those of you who might, might be new, so we have the uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, energetic, and the physical. And this practice that you're talking about in my head, visually, I see it as kind of like making sure each one of those levels is filled, like if it was a glass You're filling it up to the top to prepare for the day. Now, in this episode, we're talking about resistance training. Would resistance training mean that like, we're almost growing our glass so that we can fill it up more, so that we have more of a buffer between being well-fed, well-rested, and being depleted?
0: I mean, that's a great question, and it may be up to personal interpretation, but a big part of it is just seeing that the realistic nature of age can deteriorate all of these levels. So I'm not necessarily seeing the, the glass grow, but I am seeing that it gets harder and harder over time to maintain a, an optimal level. So I think it's more of that just from my personal viewpoint is that, yeah, we're doing whatever we can do to keep our glass full. And that means that it is divided into five sections and if I avoid any one or multiple of these sections, then my glass is going to be very depleted. And as you were bringing up earlier, the one of the main points for this is so that when something, uh, uh, an obstacle, really happens in your life, you're prepared with how to deal with that obstacle. And so it's not living in fear. Is there's a big difference from living in fear and preparing for life? And that's where practicing this emotional release um, to get emotions you've been carrying around throughout your whole life out. And then you emotionally challenge yourself to be around people or situations that are challenging. And the exercise is to not let it bother you to, to work, to stay in neutrality, no matter the external circumstance. And then again, as soon as it starts to bother you, you know, remove yourself from the situation and then have a goal next time that you go in that direction to stay maybe 15 minutes longer than you did the previous time. And then it turns into an hour longer, and then it turns into multiple hours longer. So, because again, when you're doing this type of work, you're not just dealing with the person that you're doing the exercise with. This is helping you with anybody in the world that you come in contact with. So I think that's another big key is not personalizing this work, that I'm just going to be around this person, they're challenging because they're in my family, and I just need to learn to be around them. That's a very narrow way to look at it. That, no, the, this person is a great challenge for me. They're a great teacher for me, and they will help me moving forward in my life with anyone similar. And see, that's a big difference to trying to just deal with somebody and accept them the best you can. And and I feel like that's the way many people approach uh, so-called challenging people, rather than seeing them as a true teacher to help with anyone similar moving throughout their the rest of their life.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like they're they're like forty percent of the way there, like just yeah. by saying, "Oh, well, you know, that's just how they are." But yeah, you're not you're not getting to the respect phase of that process. Right. Well said. So I guess instead of like stretching the glass, I guess the whole point of doing all this is so our glass never starts draining because right. if, if the water or the liquid in the glass is our energy on all those levels we're trying to build up our tolerance so it takes more it takes a lot more to affect uh the amount of energy that we have in our glasses
0: yes yes this has been a wonderful introduction to um, to this subject and and I appreciate everybody for for following us down this rabbit hole, so to say, because it is a a fairly um, new concept in sharing through this this podcast, but it's been a big backbone part of this philosophy uh, really from the beginning. So um, there is something to gain by doing the things that are challenging in life, but you don't have to live in that challenge constantly. We're talking about consciously choosing to do this to prepare for when we don't have as much choice as we think we do. And so I thank everybody for, for reaching out uh, for connecting with us and please follow us in the complete conversation.
1: Thank you for listening to this free version of the wise wise podcast to hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the just philosophy head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog and continue your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the Wise Wise.
0: And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results.
1: Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here, you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune Vibrational Sound Therapy Tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only, and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.